This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Presented by the Salvation Army. In a year with fewer red kettles, help rescue Christmas for the most vulnerable. To give, ask your smart speaker to make a donation to the Salvation Army or donate at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Challenger Bank Starling is out raising a new £200 million funding round. By Steve O'Hear. Starling founder Ann Bowden recently told TechCrunch that the UK Challenger Bank is on track to be profitable by Christmas, but this doesn't mean it isn't out raising additional capital already. According to well-placed sources, Starling has hired Rothschild with the aim of raising a new £200 million round. The draw is expected profitability, which one source says is already creating private equity investor interest. Starling declined to comment. Having raised £363 million to date, including a £100 million state aid grant, Starling now boasts 1.9 million customers. Since launching business banking in March 2018 and subsequently taking part in the UK government's bounce-back scheme for struggling businesses hit by the pandemic, this also now includes more than 280,000 business accounts for sole traders and small to medium-sized businesses. In our recent interview with Bowden to primarily talk about her tell-it-all book on Starling's founding, she told TechCrunch that her ultimate aim is to get to an initial public offering. I didn't do all this to sell out to a big bank, she told me. I've got my sights on an IPO. I'd very much like to do that. However, that will almost certainly require additional capital injections for the next few years to continue telling an appealing story for future public investors, which will include further UK expansion and making meaningful inroads into Europe. In the shorter term, we might also see some M&A activity. Speaking at the Lendit Fintech Europe 2020 virtual conference in October, Bowden said that Starling is continuing to expand the SME side of its business, and SME loans now make up the largest segment of its overall book, approaching £1.5 billion of lending. As part of this, she didn't rule out acquiring companies in the SME lending space. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 